Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Rightwatch. Hello, everybody. I am back from many adventures that we will hear about. Hello, hello. And the mysterious L. Hello, beautiful babies! <laughs> Just immediate, immediate, immediate a reaction from both co-workers. A shocked giggling. Hello! He never runs this by us, so it's like, nope. what is he going to do yep. this time? Who knows? Yep. Just it's me! <laughs> Boy! Is that Borat? You know, you know what's funny about Borat? Is that... Uh, before Borat, there was uh, what was the name? Cussed Belky in Perfect Strangers. You remember that show? Yeah. I feel like we may have talked about this on the podcast at one point with Hospital too. But every once in a while, I remember Perfect Strangers. Just like, fuck, what a weird show! What a weird thing! There was just like uh, the 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 fucking legacy of just like this person is vaguely foreign, and we're just gonna kind of like not get into exactly like what they're about, but we're just gonna make some broad stroke fucking jokes about what their weird culture is like. Same thing with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So at least Ed, Ed, and Eddie was a cartoon. So it didn't feel like they were punching as down as, like, the guy at Perfect Church just being like, I'm foreign! Hey! Well, yeah. well, I'm not to... not to be white, you know? I'm not here to intimidate you by not being white! <laughs> okay, cool. That kind of, like, ambiguity is perfect for American TV because everybody's a different kind of racist here, so it's like they can just insert their stereotype into that stereotype caricature. Yeah, I, like, is Fred Armisen <laughs> the most hated man in America? He might be. It's possible! He, I think he's played, like, every race possible, like, just because he's so he's, like, a comedic actor who is, like, <laughs> you know, just looks sort of ethnic enough in various ways. It's just like, yeah, he's from Venezuela. What, what of it? It's like, really? Fred Armisen? Okay. I mean, cool. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of like Yakov Shmirov's whole shtick for a long time, was just like, hey, I'm Russian. Russia was is crazy, yo. I mean, hey, man. And then he There's retired to be king of Missouri. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ before him, according to the Book of Mormonism or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually caught a Mormon in the wild like this week, and that was crazy. What you like bagged him and tagged him? If only. Yeah, did no, you did like, you, like, did you leave sleep a powder on him and then hit him with the Pokeball? <laughs> did you leave a tag on their ear before you released him back in the wild so you could find yes, him again? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, like uh, there was this guy. He just like posted a, a, a tweet. He had the blue check mark, so obviously he wrote a novella. And at the bottom of his novella was a giant, was a just a gothic picture of Satan as like a black goat and all this stuff. And I was noticing that this guy was actually engaging in the replies. And I love arguing with Christians who are like that, like into it. So I got into it with him. And then he was doing the whole thing where he's like, if you like think that children's suffering and all this stuff is blah, 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 that's like the small stuff. You got to see the big picture to really understand what God's all about, man. And I was just like, okay, so then like, what's the big picture? How do I find the big picture? Like, do I find it in the Quran? Do I find it in the Bible? If I find it in the Bible, is it the old Testament and the new Testament? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy was just like, you can find the truth in all kinds of books, but if you're looking for like the real truth, you should check out the book of Mormon. And then I was just like, can I be blessed by the angel Moroni? Can I be saved by him? And, he, and then he was just like, 
you're trying to troll me. You're not really yeah. serious about this. And I was like, what do Being you mean I'm trolling you? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how am I trolling you about Moroni? It's part of your faith. I know your, I know your lore. How is this trolling? And and he was just like, well, you're not talking about Joseph Smith and the gold plates and blah blah blah. And I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm, I just wanted to talk about Moroni. It's like, yeah, like, Joseph Smith was like a convicted fraud, and the gold plates were a tool for fraud, and the hat they were it was also, you guessed it, fraud. So yeah. we don't talk about those parts because make sure religion look real bad. We talk about the parts that we can't. Like by the rules of religion, can't point to it. Just be like, that's transparently horseshit. You have to pay taxes. So <laughs> those are the parts we get to discuss. And an angel falls into that category. I'd love to bring that into the category if we could talk about it like that. It'd just be like, hey, I mean, produce peru- produce a fucking Maroni or pay taxes. You know, those are your <laughs> options. Like, hey, Maroni, hey, Maroni, hey, go Giants, pay your fucking taxes over here. You know, <laughs> hey, get the fuck over here with your taxes. Yeah, I get it. You got many, many fucking angels with a bunch of eyes. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Pan's Labyrinth over here. Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. I want to get, make with the fucking tax money. I'm mostly laughing because what El just said, someone posted a, uh, they had a picture on Twitter and it was just like, this is my biblically uh, uh, correct angel that's going on top of my tree. And it was just a ball with a ton of wings and a ton of eyes on it. And I was just like, nailed it. I love biblically accurate angels because they're terrifying. They're absolutely hideous. Yeah, I, I, I like cool. the people. I like the people that are like devout followers that are just like, dude, angels just look like people with wigs, and it's just like, and they're hot. really because they're hot. like I'm pretty sure. I think like it was kind of a big deal that God made man in His image. I don't think he like he was like, dude, I made a version that was like it looked like me, and it was mad hot, and it had wigs, and it was pretty chill, and I was like, dude, you know this could use being worse, just across the board. <laughs> I'm just gonna make one of these, but a lot worse. Lose the wings, those suck, make them uglier, dirty, put them on earth, they're the worst, so good. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like, damn, I really did a great job with that. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, 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 I made wingless angels, I nailed it. I'm so good at my job. I'm yeah. truly I mean, crazy. God, God, can you imagine, he must be fucking over the moon with the work he did on horses. He was just like, oof. took that unicorn, broke that horn right off, much lamer, boom, nailed it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to say nothing of his uh, of his affinity for sneaking tricky little dinosaur bones into the earth to hoodwink us. Or maybe that's just strictly a, the devil power. Those are mud fossils. Oh, mud fossils. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh, man, there there was someone who had a post where it was just like where it was just all people think flat earthers are nuts until they actually get Yep, I sent I sent both of you the uh, biblically accurate angel Christmas ornament. I like so it. Can, you can you can gaze upon it in all its glory, but uh, the and and they're like people think flat Earth is dumb until they look into it, and then and they just did this for like everything, and they even went to dinosaur bones, and they were like people who think dinosaurs are fake, and people think dinosaur truthers are nuts until they see the evidence, and it's like no, there's no, you're nuts. I've I've seen the evidence. You're you're fucking wrong. Dinosaurs are real. <laughs> Get over yourself. All, all these people that know the secret truth, they love the idea of evidence. But at the same time, you're just like, really? That's super interesting. Because I also came to my conclusions based on evidence. Would you like to compare some? Here's my evidence <laughs> in the form of fucking dinosaur skeletons. How about you? And they're like, here's my evidence in the form of the Bible. YouTube video. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but like, I'm like standing next to a skeleton of an impossible creature from a bygone era. 
It's fucking insane. Look at the thing. Look at how massive this was. And they're just like, nah, dude, that's fake. The devil did that. I mean, we fake the moon landing, so we can fake anything. So I don't know your, I don't know what your, I don't know what your point is here, L. I don't know what you're trying to prove here with your dinosaur buns. To be fair, I have less proof of the moon landing than I would of a (laughs) dinosaur. Like if I needed to pull that move on somebody, Mm -hmm. like I can bring them to a museum and show them a rock. It's pretty easy to just like that rock (laughs) came from anywhere. I'd be like, "Ah, all right, fair play. Like it could, like it could be a meteor rock. We know meteors exist. They hit the earth every once in a while. You see them do it. It's like, okay, cool. Fair enough. I can't prove to you that this rock came from the moon. Dude, look at that fucking skeleton of a dinosaur, man. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> the the amount the amount of hoops those people jump through to try to justify that, they'll tell you that a lot most of the bones are like are artificial, that only a few of them are actually from the real dinosaur skeleton. They there's there's this part of the mythology called the bone wars that they get into about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And it's that's, just that's like my favorite uh, trashy Amazon sex book, the Bone Wars series. Yes, <laughs> that's all about. <laughs> it, it, they lost the they lost the plot in episode four. It just got really, just really all about like the sex. Really, at that point, They're, the character the characters had no more depth anymore. Like uh, the real tragedy of those of us who lost the Bone Wars before they even began. <laughs> Incel colon a Bone Wars spinoff. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Tyrus had more depth to him, so I'm glad they're making the spinoff with him. That's good. I, 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 I want to see you Philistine. <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> Tyrus. The f- who the fuck am I, Frank Herbert? <laughs> yes. No, if I, if, I, if I was that, his name would be something insane. Like, you know, it would be just completely mundane first name, like insane second name. Like, it would just be like, and he will forever be known as Stephen Caligula. It's like, yay, Stephen Caligula. Okay, let's move on from this horse shit into our uh, media booze boosh because somebody went to Nazi camp. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bush. First, though, we get to boosh it up by talking about our boy Rudy Giuliani, who I did not had a, a, pretty, a pretty bad week. Hey, up until that point, they could have assumed that Rudy Giuliani was the one who went to Nazi. Oh, camp. shit, you're right. Yeah, you dive yourself out. <laughs> Haley is the proudest Nazi we have on the show. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay, anyway, no. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, he had a bad week. Uh, like an. N- an Alex Jonesian level bad week, which is to say that he got his ass paddled for a significant amount of currency. Uh, for more information, I will always uh, do what I always do and turn it over to Mike, the knower of some stuff. Mike, knower of some stuff. What is going on with Rudy Giuliani this week? Uh, so Rudy uh, went much like Alex Jones. Uh, he had lost his lawsuit already because he basically said, "Yeah, I did it. I totally defamed those two poor ladies." And so the jury came back with a settlement for roughly uh, slightly less than $150 million, of which Rudy Giuliani probably has, I don't know, maybe a couple million to his name if he's lucky at this point. So, yeah, Rudy got good and truly totally crushed by this um, amount. He immediately ran out of court, said this was all bullshit that uh, he was totally going to testify as we concluded last week's podcast with that Rudy was like, I'm going to get on the stand and I'm going to 
I'm going to tell him what for, and the truth is going to be brought out. And then Rudy didn't testify. And then after the settlement, after the verdict was read, he stated that he didn't testify because he was afraid that no matter what he said, he was going to be held in contempt of court and thrown in jail because the whole thing was a farce and a witch hunt and it was rigged. And all the other things that Donald Trump says in these situations when he gets his ass paddled by the legal system. And so basically he said he was going to appeal, obviously. And then he continued to attack uh, Ruby Friedman and he continued to slander the, the two of them to the point where they've now filed another lawsuit for defamation again against him. Literally every time the man speaks, he commits defamation against these two. So he's just going to, he's just going to, he's working his way up the Alex Jones ladder. He's one tenth of the way there. So he's just going to spend the rest of his life dumping tens of millions of more dollars into this uh, settlement that he's eventually going to have to make with the, with the, these people. And maybe he's hoping just, he'll die first. He's hoping he'll, he's got less time on his, his life then (laughs) that's really it his two options are trump wins and somehow absolves the election by dissolving the american republic and declaring all rulings invalid or he dies those are his two escape hatches from paying out this money running out the time (laughs) yep running out the clock either to the end of american the american republic or his life that those are because he's got no other escape hatches like no no court is going to be like, no, you know what, Rudy, you don't owe nine figures worth of damages to these people that you ruined the lives of by lying and saying they stole the election in Georgia. And you maybe know you did that. Maybe it'll be like one of those really heartwarming stories that you hear in the news is a puff piece where like the husband and wife are holding hands and they both die together within minutes. And that'll be Rudy Giuliani and American democracy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, the, the 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 news flashes across the ticker. Trump wins Pennsylvania, and then like two minutes later, smash cut. Rudy Giuliani dead. And it's like, oh shit! He got both. <laughs> That's bad for us, but at least I'm glad he's dead. I mean, <laughs> I'm having mixed feelings tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean. He and the the thing is, is unlike Alex, he doesn't have any money making schemes. Rudy Giuliani can't can't make a buck. What you don't think he's gonna cameo? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what Rudy Giuliani's cameo rate is right now. Oh my god! I mean, has he lowered it? I think he's doing sales. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. If he's on sale, we're getting him. We're getting him for Christmas (laughs) for the pod. (laughs) Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> not, not even for cameo, just like him, the person. We're gonna, we're we gonna, can... we're gonna obtain the rights to Rudy Giuliani and just like have him as our mascot. Just dangle a <laughs> carrot with a fifty dollar bill. Come on, come on, Giuliani, come to the pod. You know, our logo is just gonna be his melting face. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our thumbnail. <laughs> just the oil leaking could, down could the side. Imagine a worse photo op. JFK avoided wearing hats. So that he wouldn't look dumb in photos because he believed that men wearing hats look stupid. And, you know, a lot of the times he's right. Uh, some guys can pull off a hat, though. Good for them. Uh, but Rudy Giuliani, like, he literally, like, your face oozing, like, like at the <laughs> seams, like it's a fucking mask, is real bad. Like, I mean, there's no escaping that photo for me. That's just the photo 
that is on my mind's like record of Rudy Giuliani. Like that's his file photo. It's just him, right. like dripping that 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 hair ooze or whatever it is. Disgusting. So you're, so you're saying that we should go to Wikipedia and make that his Wikipedia photo? So when any, anyone have any wikis, Rudy Giuliani, bam, it's just oil photo. Just nail him with nah, it. Nah, dude, I think I'll be perfectly satisfied having never edited a Wikipedia article in my life. I don't know why, but that just makes me feel better than having done it even once. <laughs> I'll, I'll right, you haven't reached people. that level. <clears throat> I just, it's so hard to care about a thing to the point where I want to go on a Wikipedia to either deface it for comedy or actually add to it for credibility. I don't know. I'm not about that life. That, Do you that, care that's so much Dude, about I care, I care, Yeah, I care so ma- at such a macro level that Wikipedia yeah. is beneath me. Okay. okay. That's how we're spinning this. <laughs> I, I have like a the Lord level of empathy for the world if you if the podcast listener couldn't tell. Well, I'm, always, I'm always so sad for people that I hate, and I certainly never wish anybody was dead. Uh, our our boy Rudy is temporarily unavailable on Cameo right now. Uh, uh, temporarily? Mm. Wow. I mean, I guess it's all booked up. Yeah. Rudy, dude, uh, fucking clear some time. Now that now that you don't have to go to court anymore, presumably, considering it's just like, hey, you lost for a lot, uh, you know, spend some time, fucking get back on the Cameo grind, dog. <laughs> Surely you can make uh, that like $190 million or whatever in just a few days. Yeah. And, who doesn't want to hear uh, from America's mayor? Who, who doesn't? You can try to flag him down. You can message Rudy on Cameo for 20 bucks to like wave at him. Be like, hey, hey, Rudy, get get in touch with me. We got to talk shop. You pay $20 to just $20. have the, an assurance from the people at Cameo that they have like essentially Facebook poked one of their stars. Yes, exactly right. Uh, that's a thing that they're allowed to offer? <laughs> Apparently, yes. I mean... <laughs> Dude, why the fuck haven't we sold out, man? It seems like if you're willing to do like even a modicum of selling out or just being sort of like shitty for money, it's really easy to just get a lot of free money. Nobody cares about any of us. That's the problem. That's the problem. I so was never that... America's mayor. <laughs> I, could, I could easily get a platform if I pivoted to even libertarian. If I went libertarian, like I, I you could expand actually. My if if I took my my style of charisma and was just like, yo, let's have an honest conversation about trans people, uh, I would blow up. And then uh, the problem is, I would have to follow that up with what those people would want to hear, and not just like, dude, we should just fucking leave them alone, like provide medical services for them, which would be cool. It'd be like, Boop. <laughs> that's not what we wanted. I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. Whoops. Anyway, yeah, yeah there was, yeah, we need there to sell was out. Some... We're being very foolish. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a snack. Oh, don't yeah, no, no snap on snack, dude. Somebody in one of my neighborhood, well, one of the towns adjacent neighborhoods, was flying that flag last holiday season. It was I got it at NaziCon. You got it at the NaziCon. Mm-hmm. They were selling the ironic one there. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's segue. It's time for the second boost segment of the week, uh, which is. Technically big enough this week to be a news segment, but we're just going to turn it over to Haley for the rest of the boosh. Haley went to an event that I called Nazi Camp that is not Nazi Camp. And for the record, Haley being a Nazi, she's just a goof. I will keep doing it, but she's <laughs> just a goof. She's actually our man on the inside or Aladdin on the inside. We discussed uh, off mic which terms could be uh, attributed to a group of friends, uh, <laughs> irregardless of gender. Dude, uh, oh god, did I just say irregardless? Podcast over. We have to start re-recording. 
Anyway, uh, I'll let Haley discuss uh, her fun fucking white supremacy event and uh, other Arizona doings in our Arizona is a flaming crater in the west of my country segment of the week. Haley, what's going on in Arizona this week? Well, Arizona is the unlucky recipient of this yearly conference held by Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk's so-called nonprofit. Uh, um, can I just ask a question real quick about mm-hmm. the event being in your location? Is this just sort of like, do they just choose Arizona because Arizona is friendly? Or is there is this like a thing that people are like bidding for? Is there like any sort of prestige to this? Is there like a competition as to where it goes? Um, okay, so Turning Point USA holds several conferences throughout the year. Every year they hold one in Florida. They hold one in uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, they hold one here. Uh, I forget where the other ones are. But it's like a known, it's kind of like how CPAC, you know, CPAC is going to happen. You know that America Fest is going to happen in Phoenix. Uh, I think CPAC gets moved around, but there's like, Charlie Kirk is um, like Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk lives here. Turning Point is headquartered here. So like Arizona is considered kind of like one of their battleground locations. I so really he just don't... wants to have, like, the big show in his home territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's literally just because Arizona is friendly territory. Okay, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I know that this is their, like, one of their biggest events, if not their biggest event, right? And, like, I just didn't know why it was always in Arizona and never moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, they kind of present themselves as the group that's moving the, like, bringing the youth into the conservative movement. Um, But they don't. They don't actually really do any significant... They're not actually helping the party here. (laughs) If anything, since they've, like, planted their flag here, uh, the Republican Party has, like, lost a lot of major seats. And they get kind of criticized for that a lot. But I don't think they have goals of actually doing anything except kind of lining Charlie Kirk's pocket. (laughs) Like, to be honest, they... um, like it, it it presents itself as a youth group and like there is a lot of people that are young at this event there's a there was about you know who else had a youth group hmm. oh you know you're right there are lots of people with youth groups specifically hitler though hitler youth was the first one <laughs> <in> my mind <laughs> oh oh him right yes him that guy yeah. this is like Dude, next conservatives level. and young boys that they are trying to mold wink Go together. You are so right with that. That was a a, a, a overarching theme of the weekend because it's like okay, like I said, it's supposed to be like a youth kind of uh out outreach group because they're on a lot. They're on a bunch of college campuses. They're in a bunch of. They have a lot of high school clubs. That's kind of their goal is to just like keep building and become a club um, on like every campus. They have a K through twelve curriculum, Turning Point Academy. Um, they work with churches to kind of implement that. Anyways, uh, the youth thing. It's like, there's a lot of, there is a lot of Zoomers there. There's a lot of young kids there. There's a lot of, um, you know, 25 and under. They actually make the event much cheaper the younger you are. The younger you are, the cheaper it goes. 
Um, that's you know, an incredible business model that mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of before. And there is like a lot of, again, younger people there. Uh, there was about 12,000 people there uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, I know. Last year it was 10,000, so it went up a little. Uh, estimate, estimate. But like, it's packed. I It is very packed. There, it's it's packed. The event that they hold it in is the convention center here. So it's they they expect it to be big. But <clears throat> a lot of the young people there, it's kind of like they're not there because they genuinely flew out. Um, they 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 they, they they there's a pretty good chance that they likely work for Turning Point USA as like an ambassador or an influencer or they work for one of the clubs. Like a lot of people, a lot of the young people there like are somehow involved with Turning Point USA. Um, and they they just like are constantly there's like <clears throat> stations for them to make TikToks and just constant content and boost their numbers. They kind of all brag at the end of the event like how much their stats went up just from the event like it's an event for recruitment kind of um trying to make the youth seem cool uh and yeah they give them a lot of incentives to be there so like the people that work for turning point usa get like travel stipends um and they house them at the hotels in the surrounding area uh for a room which i thought was funny how uncomfortable um but so yeah they they get a lot of them out here and then i mean there are genuinely people that come out here the people who are more genuinely at the event are the old the older people like it's actually more older people there but they don't show that on the cameras as much like it's majority older people going there to see because you'll see tucker and laura ingram and candace owens and charlie kirk five times and tim pool do a live show and every fox news commentator you can think of um alex stein and just the worst people ollie london the guy that pretended he or said he was like transracial or something and got yeah ollie Ollie london's just the most desperate for attention person in the universe and then he just found out oh if i just go right winger boom i'll get attention ollie london is basically the end the end goal of l with like psychotic motivation because Ollie did 73 different things. Look at me. Look at me. And none of them worked. And then Ollie was just like, now I'm a Republican. And everyone was like, boom, we love you, Ollie. And Ollie was like, yes, I did it. They're finally paying attention to me. And it's just like, yeah. I'm so happy that my career path is assured once I just decide to pivot. (laughs) Yes. It's really there. Fuck this liberal bullshit. I'm out to get paid. (laughs) Yeah. later. There was a lawmaker posing with Ollie. And they were like, he's got our back on twitter that was what one tweeted (laughs) (laughs) oh man actually that that this is what this is how l makes it big l just breaks from me gets on twitter and all these social media platforms just denounces me as a shill for the deep state and a pedophile enabler l just goes hard pizza gate is real (laughs) all this stuff boom and l's just making it rain oh man it should be i mean that's the thing it's like yeah i i I, I dox you revealing that your name has always secretly been michael epstein and then <laughs> it blows the door off everything, and my expose makes me famous. And then I team up with Dinesh to make a cool movie about 
even more mules, you know, even more mules than last time. <laughs> One million mules. Yes. Eight billion mules. Everyone's a mule. Oh. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. The, the global mule conspiracy. <laughs> what if we told you that the government was able to make even you, a red-blooded American patriot, a mule? They're tracking you with mule <laughs> nanobots from the COVID vaccine yeah. and mule shedding. Take a look at this totally legitimate <laughs> map of Washington, D.C. And they're just like, that looks like New York City, inverted. Shut up, it's Washington, D.C. The map. the map is what we say it is. You're a mule! You're all mules! <laughs> Planet of the mules. Planet of the mules, it is. <laughs> I'm laughing mostly because in the back of my head I'm just remembering L yelling, human mule! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, human mule, baby. Human mule and mule shedding are now etched in my brain. This thing <laughs> is ridiculously funny to me and only me. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. So, Haley, did you go to any of the events inside of this event? Did you go to any of the panels, or were you just lurking, doing your lad on the inside thing from the hallway? Lurk. I lurked. I, 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 I saw some of your photos. You never mm-hmm. answered my question on Blue Sky. I asked you if you if you ended up trying that woke tears water. Okay, let's talk about woke tears water. Let's talk Dude, about a lot it, of things. According <laughs> to the side I read, it is the most hilarious anti woke <laughs> brand. Just so funny. According to that side, the most hilarious one. Everybody, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> So the thing about America Fest is that it's the same fucking thing every year. These events are all the same thing. It's literally Comic-Con for like the Fox News lineup and the conservative like B-tier lineup. Um, And they all just they just love selling T-shirts and getting photos with people and posing and giving little speeches and hearing little claps Um, like it feeds their soul or whatever they have. Um, so these are very the same thing, you know, it's more kind of like about what's going on on the inside. I know what you're going to say. I know your speeches, Benny Johnson. I actually watched Benny Johnson's full speech. Even though, I don't even know why I, I, he, I wasn't looking for anything on Benny Johnson. It's just like, sure, let's sit here and let's watch this. And it's just like, he's sharing just the memes that he puts on the timeline. And it's like, he's just putting them up on the big screen, telling the same jokes that he told in the tweets it's like this is i've seen this all before you listen to tucker he kind of does the same thing so the real fun is in the on the floor um where people are hanging out there's a lot of um energy because they really want you to hook up at these events there was some speed dating going on and um charlie and Benny and all of them are really emphasizing, like, go meet your girl out there. Oh, was it? Was up. this why you were at the event? Were you there to find mm-hmm. find <laughs> love? <laughs> to find the lad? Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you there to find your beau? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a fascist in my life because I really like it when you date someone who's your polar opposite. You know? Yeah. You don't, have enough people, you don't have enough people to call you bitch in your life. You need, <laughs> yeah. you need somebody to really bring that sort of energy to you, like, on a daily basis. I don't have enough people talking down to me constantly. Like, the event is an interesting... It's interesting vibes, because, like, you said earlier, like, they really want to kind of lean into that, like, hey, young conservative boy, yes, you are right in your 
um, misogyny and your beliefs and your hatred. Dude, it is fucked up that girls don't want to sleep with you. Let's talk about that. <laughs> it literally is. They were they were they were showing the chart that was like, look, Gen younger boys right now they are currently more conservative than ever, and and a lot of you guys are like. Oh well, all these women now are too liberal because more women are liberal now than ever. And he's like, "That's why you got to meet your girl at turning point." And it's like, "Ew, stop! Stop trying to make these children hook up. Stop putting them in hotels together. Stop it! Stop it! I can feel what you're doing, Charlie Kirk. It's it. There's a lot of like hook up. Last year they had that uh the right stuff app." Um, there and they had this like pop out kind of cardboard cutout that had two faces in it and it said like you're a match and it, they kept like forcing it on people like you know like hey you two want to p- take a picture in the in the right stuff you're a match thing like no fuck off damn so if I'm taking notes properly Haley's saying that this is an event packed full of older women that are like incentivized to get busy with the guys there excellent no 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 they don't care about the older women the older women you guys go to MAGA mall down the end in the exhibition hall and you go buy your $200 purses and your Trump flags this part of the event is marketed towards the actual like turning point kids they want them to hook up it's very they're very open about it. Okay, um, but they're also like conservative creeps. So, mm-hmm. you know, me as an That's older true. man, probably not as unwelcome there as you might expect. So score, baby! Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. meet yeah. a 20-year-old! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> that place must be some of the grimmest shit in the history of Earth. There was a... Older- How can you not expect anyone there to be a plant? I don't think I could, like, I, I, unless I was just willing to have sex with the opposition, I don't think I could get horny in a place like that. Seems like such an easy way for somebody to infiltrate you. There was an older couple that was, like, in line that you could hear them, like, talking to a younger gentleman about their daughter. Like, you should meet our daughter. Like, there's people there with the intent, like, we're finding a good conservative boy for our girl. And we're we're sending our girl out in the lion's den in there. That's gross, um, dude. It is. It's really gross. We need to. And they talk it. down to the women there. They 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 really because they they don't want you to go to college anyway. There's the anti college message already because it's a Turning Point USA event. But man, with the women, they really are just like you should not go to college. You should have babies like as many as young as possible. Uh, Benny Johnson and Charlie Kirk both emphasized in their speeches on stage. Even if you can't afford them, which is not a good message, in my opinion. Yeah, dude, just you, the, the, this. Surely the state will provide for them. You know, it's kind of like if someone else was saying this, you would call them a slur. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's okay, I guess, when Christian nationalist fascists. In fact, I even mean, if they were just buying groceries, you would probably call them a slur. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Let's get this sounds like one. the worst place ever but it does also sound like it might be you know like you're doing the lord's work by being there m- multiple days multiple years it seems like the sort of thing that for me would be like a kitschy sort of people watching safari to do like once and only once in my lifetime <laughs> i collect so much stuff from these events because they give out free merch at in that ex- where the free water where the 
not free water. They did not have free water, but where the woke water is, woke, woke water. Again, tube. you keep talking my question about the woke water. What don't get you want it. us to know? Um, <laughs> we'll get to it. But yeah. Uh, okay. So downstairs, there's like a, they call it the main hall. It's just where all the sponsors are. And you got to pay like up to, you got to pay like $10,000 to booth there. That's the wild. Um, and down there, you'll see a couple like militias kind of promoting their shit. Uh, there was one there just straight up with their drones that they have on the border. Um, like just showing them off, giving out their business cards. This here's a tactical wallet. <laughs> Literally. There's so you're much just, of that. There's so much. Field, like, you know, we'll pull out your wallet. <laughs> my save your life someday. Tactical wallet. That'd be $149.99. But for you, $129.99. <laughs> there is so much of that energy. It's just like. Hey, you want a job? Have you ever considered an anti-woke job? Here's our anti-woke job board. Uh, here's your anti-woke water. Here's your anti-woke perfume. And here's your anti-woke lip gloss. And here's your anti-woke... It's so much of that. It's just like, hey, we get it. You make a product that exists, but you're trying to market it. So you just slap anti-woke on it. That's kind of the tears thing. It's just like, they were charging... They weren't char- They were not giving out water for the... Woke Tears water. They were not giving out samples of the Woke Tears water. They did give out koozies, and I grabbed a couple. Um, They were referring you to their website where you could get a pack of 24 water bottles for, like, 40 fucking bucks. Could you just not buy it on the site? No. Did it have any available for purchase there? No. So you couldn't quench your thirst with Woke Tears? Mm Mm-mm. But you had a woke thirst. I did. I did have a woke thirst. Damn it. I hate it when my I woke know. thirst goes unslaked. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Kennedy had a booth there for his campaign, his 2024 campaign. It wasn't him. It was like a pack representing him. But the funniest fucking sticker was there because it's like considering the event you're at. It said, make fascism unfashionable again. And it's like. Sir, you have a booth at FascistCon. Um, no way, man. Patriot Con. Patriot Con. Yeah. American uh, there was Con. One of the biggest sponsors was this thing called Fisher Capital, uh, which is like an investment firm or something. Um, I, not where all the fishermen congregate? No, I don't think so. It's not the capital of fish, as far as I know. But Roger Stone is their spokesperson. And the guy who is like the CEO gave a speech there. Um, and I was like, dude, what is this investment firm? Who would actually do this? And uh, the first thing that popped up is that they are being charged with investment fraud for targeting older adults. So that was the main, that was the main advertiser at America Fest this year. You want to know who the uh, big star was this year, though? Kind of. Every other is kind of like a big star. What, was it the Q Shaman getting into the fight with Matt Gates? It was just Q Shaman in general. He was the absolute like celebrity at this event. He uh he just he was in the he was in the the media area, like a pretty good portion of the event, just taking photos with the line of people that wanted selfies with him. And uh that included many elected officials and just representatives and 
far right fuckwads all around. Um, he was having the time of his fucking life at that event. Did you get your selfie? Mm-mm. No, I did not. I did get a photo oh. of him, like, yelling at some kid, some griper. Wow. It's, it's almost like you didn't go there to have any fun at all. I did. I, you know. Oh, I was just giving you credit for being there in more of, like, a <laughs> journalist capacity. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was a lot of little fights. Like you said, he got into a fight with Matt Gates. Mike, explain. The one thing that I I laugh about when it comes to the Kennedy booth thing is that this whole Kennedy oh, whoa, thing whoa, is... Hold up, a... hold up. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, whoa. Slayer, Slayer Horse is there, Chief. I don't know if you checked out there, but Haley gave you a specific prompt. He is... He's caught in the sauce of Kennedy. Leave him alone. I know. And I, no, Lord knows I... He's getting it. He's getting it. <laughs> no, I'm 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 sorry I'm, I'm I'm sorry that I I'm sorry my literally my headset cut out so what the prompt what what she gave me I missed. So. It's okay. If if you just let the razzling continue, I would have get re given you the prompt. That was that that was the intent. I, we'll we'll <laughs> cut all this out. The audience will never hear any of this. This is a, this is very unprofessional. Obviously, we're just gonna crush this. Okay, back to it. I'd just be like, well, Mike, did you check out there for a second? Haley like, gave you a real specific prompt, buddy. Uh, she asked you about the fight between the Q and uh, John yeah. and, and, my, and our, our buddy Gates. I was on the ground, oh. so I didn't get to keep up as much as what was being on Twitter. So what Did happened? Did he deploy any of the jet any of the jet fighters from his forehead? That's his like special move. <laughs> He's got a big forehead. Uh, basically, what I saw on Twitter was pretty much all the QAnon promoters aggressively went to Gates's defense. Uh, they called the Q shaman a deep state plant that he is, he's back to being an infiltrator and a shill. Like his existence inside QAnon is so bizarre because like basically for like three hours on January 6th, he was the biggest hero in the world. And then once they realized that January 6th had like fucked them and it was bad, they immediately pivoted to him being dog shit and a deep state infiltrator. Then Tucker released the videos of him trying to calm everybody down long after the riot had happened. And they were like, oh, he was framed by the deep state. Oh, the Q shaman's a good guy. Oh, this is all bullshit. And now that Chansley's running for uh, the House as a libertarian and he might siphon votes away from the Republicans... He is a bad guy again. And the fact that he went at Matt Gates was like, hey, Matt Gates, when are you going to like free the January 6th prisoners or do anything for us? I spent time in prison for this shit. And Matt Gates was just like, fuck off, buddy. I, I ain't going to be seen in public with you. But immediately, all of QAnon was just like, this deep state infiltrator trying to make us look bad. To hell with you, fake shaman who's not Q shaman. You're the boo shaman in our eyes boo <laughs> boo or whatever I, I i i'm trying to be as unclever as they are but yeah i mean it's just it's amazing how how this guy has like wrapped himself in the QAnon uh brand and yet half the time they hate him half the time he's a bad guy in their eyes it's so strange there was a 9-11 truther booth there have you ever heard of richard gage uh, I guess I bet Stephanie would know. Uh, but th I guess he was like a pretty big like uh nine eleven like conspiracy theorist, uh like inside jobber kind of guy. Uh, he he, what is his shit? It's uh like architects 
architect, yeah, architects and engineers for CEO Truth, or for architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. He's the CEO. Um, but he uh, he had a booth there, obviously, with his bullshit. And there was a guy working the booth who was handing out secret flyers uh, that was, like, even more 9-11 conspiracy shit. And he was like, that dude's a plant. He's a fed. Um, talking about Chansley, he's a fed plant. Uh, and he said, like, the reason that he thinks that Chansley is not legit and he's a plant is because uh, he didn't get shot on January 6th and they paraded him around the Capitol with cameras. So that guy's brain is also cooked and he hates yeah, Chansley. I mean, only one person got shot. And even that was, like, through a door. Um, so there was a I lot actually... of, like, infighting. <laughs> Oh, I, I actually actually saw someone like the last couple of days posted a thing about how actually Babbitt was an FBI plant and they double crossed her and killed her. So yeah, I mean everyone everyone she knew too much. Now. Yeah, everybody <laughs> would love to think that because that is so much cooler than what actually happened. That's the whole that, that that was the part I miss about QAnon. I miss when QAnon was taking big swings to just make the stupid nonsense of our mundane existence like spicy, wrong but spicy. Um. So there was that fight, and then there was also a pretty viral video that went uh, was, was on the timeline from a, a black gay Turning Point USA influencer named Rob Smith. Um, he's been like a longtime Turning Point influencer. Um, at a post-America Fest like, event, it's not like actually tied to America Fest, but it, it's hosted by a group that has like a booth in America Fest and is like always oh, at the turning point events. It's called Republicans for National Renewal. Amanda Moore actually has written about them. Uh, that's one of her groups that, you know, uh, Frank. But, um, but anyway, um, so they hold an event that's usually like across the street that's a little bit more explicitly fascist and white nationalist. Um, this year there was rumor that Nick Fuentes was going to have a rally across the street from America Fest. Um, he canceled kind of last minute. And so a bunch of his like little Nazi fuckwads were wandering around um, and were in a, in the turning point conference and just kind of like being annoying. They were harassing this like Asian, um, like right wing commentator inside the America Fest building, they kept like following him around and stalking him because he's like someone who kind of used to be in the movement and then like started shit talking Fuentes. So now they're like, we must harass. That doesn't um, make any sense. They're all on the same team. Oh, for sure. Um, and then yeah, they spotted Rob Smith, the black gay turning point USA commentator at a this Republicans for National Renewal after party and started calling him the N word and. Uh, f slurs and literally in front of the politicians that were there because uh what's his name jr majewski said he heard them calling rob slur anti-black slurs and uh like quite a few people like who were there confirmed what happened um and rob posted about it rob smith posted about it on twitter he was on cnn last night talking about it um about like yeah the, the nazis that 
Was he, was he like, this yeah, it was great because that's the sort of shit I support because of the politics I endorse. No, there's like a there's like a uh, there's like a little there's like a a well known war between the Charlie Kirk uh, Turning Point USA youth and the Nick Fuentes more explicit we hate the Jews Nazi youth, um, and they kind of go to the Kirk events to explicitly harass kind of like. And also just ask questions to move the needle um, to, like, make these events even more explicitly Nazi. There's a, I mean, there's a that's lot That's all well and good, skill. but if you're, if you're an influencer for that side of the battle that you're at, like, you know, your team's home field in Patriot Land or whatever, like... Right. I don't think I, anyone I can to ask it called like that. What happens if your N-word. side wins? Like, what happens to you? Specifically, you. Like, what's going to happen to you when your side wins? Like, what are you doing here? Like, like that—that's always my big question with Charlie Kirk and all these people. Is is how do you think you're actually going to stop Nick Fuentes and the rest of these absolute nuts from getting control of things? You've got Donald Trump talking about how immigrants are poisoning the blood of America and all this stuff, and yet you're trying to be the quote-unquote sensible centrist reasonable Republican and like where's the actual line between you and the grapers because I really don't know where it is if you could ever explain that to me Charlie I'd love to hear it like are you going to acknowledge the holocaust is real is that your bold line in the sand that we can't cross because man that is a incredibly low bar to clear like I can jump that bar that's not tough like tell me how you actually differentiate yourself from the actual scum that are quote-unquote crashing your events there's no differentiating them. Uh, unfortunately, I just realized how long we've been uh, discussing this point. So I will try to segue, Haley, to the second part of the Arizona Nonsense segment of the week, which is apparently Carrie Lake is doing a thing or did a thing. Oh, it just means her case is going on. Is that- um, fair well, enough. But she, the- but, she, but she lost today. Like the, the, the announcement was made that like she is at the, her, the case against her is now actually moving forward she's good yeah that's the, right. defa- the case is just right. moving on yeah yeah the yeah. defamation case is moving forward so that's good um well, mike gave me a note about carrie damn lake so i brought it up and i didn't it think it's, that- it's not in the notes but anyway um <laughs> yeah because also with the kirk thing like his final segment was a thing with tim pool it was like a round table with tim pool and he was straight up like you know we're in the state where they are trying to replace you um like they're trying to replace white people in Arizona. And it's like, dog, it's called Arizona. Like, it's called Arizona. That's not even, it's not even a Spanish word. It's fucking, it's an indigenous word. You fucking, you fucking piece of shit from Arlington Heights coming here, moving to Scottsdale, complaining about I'm sure about that his Mexicans. position on that matter would be that, it, sure, it was an indigenous word. And then uh, his people took it. Like, took everything else from those people. And they're never giving it back. And shut up. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> he's a dickhead. You know? Um. So anyway, that's kind of America Fest. There was a fake bomb rat, but we don't have time, so I guess I'll move on. <laughs> uh, okay, yes, because uh, unfortunately uh, we did have some, some big headline news for this week. So, Mike, play that sweet bumper. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Yeah, so last night, as of this recording, Colorado off the top rope, uh, coming in hot. 
determining that, uh, no, in fact, Donald Trump, you may not be the president of the United States because you tried to incite, you know, seditious treason against the United States of America. And that disqualifies you from that per the Constitution. Uh, so, yeah, big doings. Uh, we'll turn it over to Mike to see how likely this is to stick and to see what the immediate ramifications of this are. Uh, Mike, good news? Question mark. Why don't I feel excited? Uh, well, I mean, I see a lot of people talking about how the Supreme Court is probably going to scuttle this. And I do think that that is very possible. I mean, why not uh, pack a Supreme Court if not for exactly this? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, he packed the Supreme Court and then they laughed at all of his lawsuits to get overturn the 2020 election. So it's not like these justices have ever been like, oh, man, I really owe Donnie Two Scoops one. I better do his bidding here. I mean, they okay, well, fair enough. So let, let's get right into this this point of contention, because I'm one of the pessimists who do think like I think the Supreme Court is broken. and It is definitely going to fuck this up. But uh, I would love to be wrong. Um, uh, so. The Supreme Court, right? I mean, even like packed though it is, like you're right. They have they've shut down Trump on a bunch of the stupid shit that he's tried to get up to. However, that being said, uh, Trump currently big front runner for the Republican nominee for the president. Obviously, a lot of Republican support for him. So that means like a tremendous amount more pressure from that base as a whole on the Supreme Court to be like, hey, this is why we put you here. Like you gotta, you gotta say seditious treason is okay for a little while. You know, you gotta be like, hey, it's fine for a guy to do that. I mean, it's obviously not, but we need you to say that it is. I, I mean, I think on that front, I think the main thing that the Supreme Court is going to do is try to claim that he hasn't been convicted of any of these things, and that is why they would overturn what Colorado is saying which then makes the meatball that extra spicy when Trump is is convicted of uh, in the January 6th case. Because as we talked about previously, Trump is trying to slow walk it. He's trying to avoid the March 4th start date for that trial. Jack Smith basically uh, outmaneuvered him by going directly to the Supreme Court. And uh, all their litigation, like all their paperwork has to be in this week, I believe, on that front about uh, – if this is a good thing or a bad thing. And because like Trump's lawyers were like, oh, we want to work on Christmas. And they're like, fine, get it done before Christmas, assholes. So, so, do, do, so, okay, let's pivot here. Cause again, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. We're probably going to be a little scattershot because it's like, again, big doings. So, do we think that it's good? Like, is it good news that Colorado has made this sort of proclamation ahead of all the shit? Cause obviously, you know, Trump is trying to delay the trial so that he can hopefully get the presidency and just be like, well, you know what? Actually, I didn't do a crime. <laughs> like, and you can't, and you can't try before it. Uh, so do we think that this, this is like a, a good thing to hopefully sort of push it in the direction of, we got to get this done speedily. Cause at this point, like a whole last state needs a determination on it. Like we need to go to the booth in New York to find out what the fuck's yes. going on. Yeah, we got we got to review the legitimacy of Trump's candidacy. Yeah, I do think that is important on that level, and I. But I also think that Trump is, even if he wins on this on the Fourteenth Amendment stuff, I do think the Supreme Court is just going to uh, rule that look, uh, you don't have immunity. The president is not a dictator, and. I just don't think they're going to fuck around with it because, again, those guys don't care. They really don't care about Trump. And they want 
they're all looking at this as like we can fuck with America for the next twenty odd years from our perch of power, and we just have to like we have to boil the frog. We just have to turn the heat up a little every so often. A bad ruling here, a bad ruling there. Like actually giving Trump this win and fucking with this that runs the risk of angering America to the point where Biden gets reelected. The Democrats have the power and now America's mad at us. And then Biden's like, you know what? Maybe we need 13 justices on the Supreme court. And that's actually a thing that could happen and could pass. So I think that their mindset on this is to just, keep their heads down and just do their damage slowly and methodically. Don't go crazy all in. Woo, Trump, we're going to do it. I don't, I I mean, I would be floored if they were like, nope, Colorado's right. Boom, this is totally acceptable. If that happened, I mean, that would be nuts. Uh, the Republicans would be yeah, totally Yeah, I mean, destroyed. considering what member of the Supreme Court is, I mean, allegedly comedy show, all don't so like, you know, just jokes. Uh, but funny joke, one of the Supreme Court justices literally just bought and paid for, like, 100% in the pocket of just conservative interest people with money. He was just like, hey, I'm in real bad debt here. They were just like, we got you. Just do what we say. And he was like, fine, I'm cool. <laughs> right, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, they said, the story came out where he was like, in 2000, literally over 20 years ago, Clarence Thomas was just like, hey, guys, I need more money or I might just retire from the court and let Clinton appoint my successor. And then Republicans were just like, here's piles of cash. And then he was like, this, this bold move earned, surprisingly earned him a lot of friends, friends who were willing to take him on vacations and yeah. like buy him presents. It's just like, wow, those Republicans really do uh, just love a guy who speaks truth. Uh, they're yes. like, he's just like you know what fuck you guys i'm not making enough money and they're just like no but suddenly we would like to be lifelong friends with you and your wife please <laughs> <laughs> your your wife who's basically q-pilled I, it's i just oh my god if somehow it, it's really wild that like this level of corruption at, at any other level of court that the, that judge would be arrested immediately but apparently clarence thomas on the supreme court it's totally okay that this corruption is just open and accepted on the on the highest court in America. It's super awesome that we're allowing this. It's just the best. It's the absolute best. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think we, I think we know where Thomas's vote is on this. Is uh, so it'll be up to the other uh, the other five nuts that uh, they've put on the court to make that decision. But I. I feel like their punt is going to be sort of, oh, he hasn't been convicted yet, so what can we say of it? And then he gets convicted in, I don't know, May or whatever. And then the Supreme Court is just going to be like, uh, we'll we'll decide it after November. We'll figure it out way too late. And do the whole gutless, let the voters decide nonsense, which um, – I seem to remember when a certain Supreme Court justice died right before the 2020, 20, uh, the 2020 election. We were all, the, they, and the Democrats were like, let the voters decide who should replace that dead justice. And Trump and the Republicans were like, nope, new justice immediately. Mike, Get you're fucked. misremembering. The situation oh, was Obama was president. And oh, right. it was his turn to appoint somebody. And the voters had decided because he was president. 
And then they were just like, well, we should really let the new voters decide like 18 months from now. Oh, right, right. Yes. <laughs> yep. And all the other and all the other Republicans were just like, that sounds perfectly reasonable to us. Why wouldn't you wait almost two full years? <laughs> Fucking that's unreal shit. Parts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, the, I, I, that's that that was like maybe the angriest I've ever been at my government. And like I know that there's a lot of atrocities the government has done that I don't know about or that I should care about more, like the atomic bomb and stuff like that. But in my living memory, the angriest I've ever been was when Republicans were just like, actually, nah, the president doesn't get to appoint the Supreme Court justice. And, like, there was no repercussions for that whatsoever. ever. Everybody just did that, and it was totally cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's basically it. That's that's Republican, the Republican mindset on everything is, we are just going to see if the voters are dumb enough to let us get away with this. We're just going to see if we can run enough slime in the media and just paper over this egregious abuse of power that we're currently engaged in. And it turned out that Hillary's emails were so powerful that uh, they got away with it. So that's their game plan. That's always their game plan is just. And of course it wasn't enough because now the, now their, their next plan for their, their next like plan for the big power grab is just like, you know, actually just like seizing the military and like go after your enemies and shit like big boy, real dictator stuff, but only on the first day. Yeah, <laughs> on January twentieth, twenty five, twenty twenty five, the purge. It's literally that. We're just gonna have the purge. It's gonna be great. Oh man, oh man, oh. yeah, it's, it's such good stuff. But yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think that everybody would would love this to be just great news across the board. And maybe it is an opportunity for the Supreme Court to just be like, you know, maybe the situation, like, maybe we're not broken. Maybe we can make a correct ruling every once in a while. I'll just be like, yeah, actually, that was kind of fucked up when he did. He shouldn't be president. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it. I think that, like, Mike's Mike's answer is probably the most correct one, where they're just like, he hasn't been convicted of shit, so fucking pound sand or whatever. No yeah. no amount of you, pro- like, no amount of transcripts of people, like, under oath in their own courts saying, hey, we did this because Donald Trump told us to do it is going to fucking paper over the fact that he hasn't been convicted of shit. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. Like, maybe I'm wrong, you know? How do people yeah. hope? How does it work? Can somebody explain it to me? How how do you hope, said the robot boy? What is hope? Anyway, time, Ro- let, let's, let's move into more, like, headier, deeper, more fucking QAnon-focused waters, because apparently, according to Mike, surprising to me, we're on Pizzagate 2, baby. Did they did they install a basement? Did the, <laughs> did the Mad Lads actually do it? Did, did the they construction do it? Yeah. begin? Hey, we could use a second level on our pizza establishment for some more ping pong. Uh, so, um, right now, uh, Pizzagate is... Th- Pizzagate is being repopularized and trying to be brought back into QAnon mainstream bullshit. Um, tomorrow night, I believe Liz Crokin is going to have Out of Shadows streamed on X. So Elon's just letting them put that dog shit on the platform. And oh, man, I've never been more disappointed to not be using X anymore. Otherwise, we could live stream. <laughs> we, we could we could live tweeting it. <laughs> Yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Actually, I'll probably be at work as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> so like they're so basically uh, i think i think general flynn is going to be there they're doing a big they're doing a big thing where they're going to play out of shadows and then they're going to bring all the grifters in and they've also said that there may be mystery vip guests at we're so the back. Uh, we're so fucking back oh we're oh, we're <laughs> so fucking back oh man so I'm I'm really wondering is Elon going to be one of the mystery VIPs because that oh. would be I fucking hope to God he is this this might be the most exciting thing to happen to the podcast in a while we we yeah. need PizzaGate to come back we although need I am just dis- I don't know I no, dis- no. <laughs> no I, yeah. I mean no of course not yes <laughs> this was. I, for, I this might have been in the HBO uh, QAnon documentary where Colin Holbeck found Ron and all that stuff, but they interviewed the QAA guys. I, I've seen the QAA guys have an interview where one of them said, "The worse it is for America, the better it is for us," and it's just like that's really. Yeah, I mean, where that's also at. true for us. I mean, yes. re- re- recoil at the idea of us needing a pizza gate all you want, but what we could really use is another January six. I mean, the bump <laughs> that came after Chan six was. <laughs> Oh, my son, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. It's no so, wonder why the media just loves Trump. You know, it's oh, man, God. fascism, uh, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Anyways, I'm yeah. not. So, not. Uh, yeah, Mike's <laughs> advocating for more fucking Pizzagate, obviously. I'm just kidding. You know, honestly, though, Wendy Rogers, state senator um, of Arizona, retweeted the wildest Pizzagate image I've ever seen in my life. It was like a couple 69ing on a pizza. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh, that that, that was the weirdest art. I think, the, the, oh, I was on board I, until you said art. I was I, like, I, I, know, I, I'm down for this image to people 69ing on a pizza? Fuck, fuck yeah. It, it was hilarious. It was like, hey, we're back. We're so fucking back. When I saw Should that on the timeline, I was like, we're so fucking back. I'm gonna get that as a tattoo. I'm kind like of curious. Outline of it in the show notes said Pizzagate two. I shouldn't say that because this is, if anything, this is like the fucking director's cut of Pizzagate, or it's like the Pizzagate, you know, mm-hmm. 20th anniversary re-release or whatever. This is not yes. a sequel. This no, is a, this is just... this is a retread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which so, is fine. Uh, I mean, you know, so, yeah. sometimes you need a retread to drum up hype for the product. So uh, it appears that Mike Smith, uh, Liz Crokin, and General Flynn are the three main guests of the live stream uh, relaunch of Out of Shadows. Um, Mike Smith is the guy that Liz and and General Flynn are parasiting the money off of to do this. Um, he, He is the guy that got pilled because he suffered a crippling accident on set at a at a at a film and his doctor who was teaching him how to pee again uh pilled him his doctor was oh yeah i remember this guy he he seemed like a real california dude bro yes and his buddy who they recorded on a boat for some reason like that guy was like i only got three hours to film my segment for out of shadows and and i'm on a boat there's no audio producer good enough in the world to filter out all this boat noise (laughs) yes exactly there's so much it's all coming back to me it's been so long since we did what we do out of shadows yes one of the many bonus series available to our members on patreon uh more on that later though i'm not trying to get that bag right now uh but yeah fucking crazy stuff i mean in a perfect world well i mean okay so perfect world is a bit of a stretch but in, in a more magical heightened reality world 
their mystery guest would be somebody in Comet Ping Pong wearing a GoPro who's just like, yo, look at this shit I found. And then they like fucking twist the knobs on the pizza oven a certain way and it slides and reveals the secret inches to their basement. And everybody would just be like, yo, what the fuck? Shit is wild. <laughs> oh my God. That's what Elon needs to do. He needs to use his billions to build a fake Comet Ping Pong and then make it look like it's actually, oh my God, he's so great. And then just get like, a bunch of people worked up in a tizzy, get that guy shot to death before coming out <laughs> and just being like, no, it was always meant to be like a, it was always meant to be a simulation. There was a disclaimer somewhere that like, you know, whatever. <laughs> we used AI to generate the real Comet Ping Pong based on, you know, like it was an artistic choice to make it look like footage. So like, <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah, well, somebody so, shot that guy to death. So you're, <laughs> yeah, so, you are yeah, you're, you're on the hook, Elon. Fuck you. Uh, so on top of this out of shadows, Pizzagate bullshit, um, we've also been having a rebranding of the Wayfair uh, scandal, which is not a scandal. It was just nonsense created by lunatics on the internet where they looked at all these aggressively overpriced things on these websites. And they were like, this is obviously code for child laundry, child trafficking and money laundering. And like, this cabinet is called Savannah. And there's a girl named Savannah who went missing a week ago. So it's obviously her. And, after the whole Wayfair thing died down, they've now redone it, and they've been targeting uh, Walmart and Etsy. And um, there have been a lot of people uh, who are doing art or doll makers, and they these people are being targeted and harassed by QAnon adherents. Uh, a, 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 Twitter, a Twitter user named Bootsy Cynic, who has the handle Blame Bootsy, uh, did some legwork and actually reached out to some of the people that have these accounts. One person is a uh, doll maker who makes the Blythe style of dolls, the dolls with the big heads and big eyes. And this person had like five star reviews, excellent work. People love their dolls. And the QAnon people just started harassing this person until they deactivated their account. Because this person is selling very expensive crafted dolls for like $200, $300 a pop. And people are like, you're selling a kid. Admit it, you piece of shit. You're you're trying to, you're a human trafficker. And this person was like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not going to sell these dolls anymore if I'm getting harassed like this. So they're now actually harassing and antagonizing artists and craftspersons who are trying to do this stuff. And what Bootsy also found out was that a lot of this stuff where they have this AI piece of art for like $50,000 or whatever, that is done to game the algorithm because when you put really high priced stuff in your gallery, that games the system to think that you're in demand and that you're more uh, sought after. So your lower priced real art is actually gets into the search engines more likely more often and more people see your work. So this is literally like a form of uh, this is SEO. It's just a form of like manipulating an algorithm. So you show up on the front page more often than you're supposed to. And so people have been just gaming Etsy system to get their stuff in front of more eyeballs. But now these nuts are looking at this and being like $50,000 for a piece of art. Oh, that has to be human trafficking. So, and it's like, no, like almost all the people that talk to Bootsy are like, Oh no, it's an, op- oh, it's an open secret in the Etsy community that this is a thing you do to get yourself promoted and get yourself more noticed. Well, I guess, 
fuck Etsy then. Okay. I mean, in in addition to fuck the QAnon people because it's go nuts, but like, you know, it's an open secret in our community that we have to do this weird fuckery search engine optimization <laughs> to get our stuff to the top of the to web. To get in the algorithm. Hey, fuck Etsy. Also, for a variety yeah. of reasons. Do you know how much of that shit is just coming from, like, Chinese labor overseas? No one, no fucking handcrafted anything has ever even come anywhere close to it. Yeah, fuck Etsy. I don't know if anyone's gotten that memo. I thought that memo, I thought that memo was pretty public. I mean, <laughs> looks around, is confused that people are still supporting Etsy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same goes for you, yeah. Twitter users. <laughs> I'm oh. still looking down my nose at you. My nose gets higher every day. That's my little Twitter song. Um, Stop using so it. So I have a plan to get us money on the Patreon. Then we're gonna put a fifty thousand dollar tier, and <laughs> we'll just put the incentive as the a pizza emoji. And eventually, someone will bake us, and we'll go viral, and the, there'll be virality around the 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 Patreon, and that's how that's how we get it. That's you how. You know what, Haley? You've never had a better idea than this one: fifty thousand dollar Patreon, the pizza tier, the cheese mm-hmm. pizza tier, the cheese pizza tier. Yes, the cheese pizza tier, one hundred percent. Just at, what do you get just, at that? What do you get at that tier? An, advi- an adventures in Hell World cheese pizza party in your honor. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. literally everything Liz Crokin has ever said is a code word is part of that tier it's just cheese pizza hot dogs handkerchiefs Mm -hmm. just all of it all of it it's boom yeah oh I'm doing it I'm doing it tonight the the $50,000 cheese pizza tier is happening tonight 100% 100% we're we're trolling these people I'll I'll look bang those things for 50k let's go yes Also, listeners, if you want to actually donate to that tier, we'll we'll actually fly you out for a pizza party. Yes, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. I, well, I mean, they're going to need to see what they're getting. Like, you don't want to go into the cheese pizza blind. This is this mm-hmm. is that's a thing. You need to see the pizza that you're getting before. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm laughing mostly because there's just like this unbelievably ridiculous fake like screenshot of someone's like we hacked comet ping pong and we like found like the secret documents and there was like this one thing where it was like we still have three cheese pizzas left from the last party they are in poor health and not expected to survive another month and like bidding starts at i'm like why are you using code and then stop using code after the first word i mean why did you not say kids instead of cheese pizza if you're talking about they won't survive what what the Ah, it just doesn't make any sense. It's so dumb. You're like, Dude, literally saying, like, I'd be pretty bummed out if I got invited to a pizza party. And when I got there, it was that like fucking waxy crust, low quality, north of Boston, Greek style pizza. It's like barely edible shit. I'd be like, oh, Dude, no. oh no, I'm, 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 I'm 50k for I'm, this. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking them to the Gulu Gulu. We're going to downtown Salem. That, that place is great. So I got a good I'm, pizza place near me if anyone wants to hit up phoenix instead of where you guys are at we could also just you know with that kind of money we can take a trip to new york and go get some really good pizza we'll google best pizza in america and we'll go to that place that's fine contact the the dude at barstool sports isn't that his deal i see him Mm -hmm. on tiktok periodically just standing in front of a place just being like this pizza's an eight out of (laughs) ten we can go to barstool sports they opened one here you know, and I'm just like, I'm just like, fuck! I didn't know that was a career path. Like, I always hate it when I find somebody who's doing a thing where it's just like, really? I could have, I could have done that. That could have, that could have been my job. See this cheese? It. <laughs> I, I do. I, I'm sort of jealous. I'm fucking snacky as fuck right now. 
need to order lunch after this. Guess what? I'm going to be uh, excited for for the morning lunch. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little fun treat, a little foreshadowing for the listeners. Uh, okay, speaking of the listeners, uh, let us transition into our listener mailbag so we can answer at least one listener question this week. Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Sub-Zero Shirt Art asks, uh, when I think about all the digital soldiers who've left the battlefield, like Joe M, Major Dad, Julian's Rum, and q it reminds me of, sur- of a Survivor's reality show. Who's going to be the last person on the island? Will it be Liz Crokin? I, I don't really, it's really interesting as to who is actually going to hang on to this thing until the absolute bitter end. Because, I mean... Liz is kind of really one note about this shit. She's just like Pizzagate all day, every day. But a lot of people are like fully just QAnon branded and don't really have an outlet. Like Jordan Sather can get into crank cures and all that kind of stuff. And like praying medic will just go back to selling faith healing classes and just doing that shit. But there are some people that are just full on. I love Trump and I love Q and that's really it. And like, I don't know. Like again, the shelf life of a of a cult that's based around a seventy seven year old man who's very overweight and obviously in cognitive decline. Um, it's not great. So I just think like Joe Rambo and like the Matrix guy. Like those guys just don't really have like I don't know the skill to really pivot off of that. So I I kind of feel like Matrix and Liz Crokin are going to be sitting there at the end, going like, man. How do we how do we keep making a buck off this shit? Like like Matrix got fucking press passes to a Trump rally recently. Like all this talk about like the Trump campaign not being totally Q adjacent. It's like nope, they're just literally giving QAnon guys like straight up like press credentials to go to their shit. So it's like man. But I don't I I just don't I just see people like Liz and her ilk not having a escape route. I mean, Liz can try quote unquote pivot to child trafficking, but her her banner on Twitter is literally Donald President Trump is fighting to end trafficking. It's like no, he's not. He's golfing and complaining about being indicted. Like he doesn't care about kids. Like, get over that shit. So I barely remember who any of those people are. So my answer is Pokimane. That's right. You heard it here <laughs> first. Pokimane, deeply filled. Did you buy her cookies? Uh, no, of course not. Why would I support any of that? I'm just, I'm just, I was just keeping with the virality of things. I'm just keeping the news. Until you had mentioned the cookies, I had already forgotten it. But then once you mentioned it, I was just, just like, all right, she was selling cookies. News. No, anyway, you, 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 you jumped in there with Relevant pop culture. Well, I mean, I don't even know if Ron doesn't make money though. I think he loses money on this thing. (laughs) Ron, Ron's like just Ron's holding the bag right now. Ron and Jim are just sitting around going, "Well, we have our Nazi porn site, and it's really not making a buck." Oh well, I mean, it's like like, they're they. I mean, if you read this book all the way to the end, you know who 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 ends out on top, like at the very very end is Stephen Caligula, that guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Fucking Stephen Caligula. Always one step ahead. That son of a bitch. Um, so this... Uh, um, 
Uh, Spencer Watson said that he'd asked a question that was too long and broke Haley's brain last time. And then I said, do it anyways. We enjoy breaking Haley's brain. And uh, she said, he says, do do you think the non-Trump MAGA politicians in the U.S. are authentically bigoted and authoritarian? Or do you think they're just doing this to adopt Trump's social properties to try to capture his audience? I think a lot of Americans have a lot of bigotries that they refuse to address because it makes them uncomfy. Um, And we're a very diverse country and not everybody's going to always get things right. So we should always be working to correct that. But again, some people take that as an affront on their character rather than just something that we should grow on. Um, So yeah, I think there is a lot of genuine bigotry in America and some people get really bloodthirsty about it. I think we see that throughout the whole world. Um, so, yes, I think there's a lot of people that think they're hateful. But if they just got to maybe know their fellow man, maybe they wouldn't be susceptible to such hateful rhetoric that people like Trump like to manipulate people's emotions on. Is that a good answer this time around, well- sir? Well, I think he was more asking if these people were honestly bigoted or just opportunists who are just mm-hmm. using bigotry to promote themselves. Okay, of course they're honestly bigoted. They're Republicans. Yeah, I just said yeah. that. I just yeah. said a lot of people are honestly bigoted. Yeah. But yeah. I think they wouldn't be as bigoted if people didn't kind of buy in, like, like, like make a whole career out of demonizing immigrants for people who are, you know... They've never oh. maybe met somebody like that, so they kind of buy into this because, you know, they're kind of, yeah, hateful. Uh, and maybe they wouldn't be as hateful if uh, they got to know some people. Uh, that doesn't oh, yeah, excuse I- anything. It's just like, I don't think any people, I don't think as many people are as genuinely down in their heart hateful as we like to believe. Um but I do think there is a lot of just like absolute racism in the obviously Trump scene and all that. Um, but I think I think some people are reachable, if that makes sense. Some people are fucking grifters who take advantage of this and they will never be reached because they are they 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 are demons. That's the best way I can put it. They're demons. Um, and then there's some people who are genuinely hateful who are will always be hateful. But again, I think some, I think there are some people who uh, are swingable, in my opinion. This is my long, I, I talk to a lot of hateful people. And so, you know, I, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> well, I, I, kinda, at the end of the day, for me, it's kind of a distinction without difference because I, I really, this, this kind of pivots back to L selling out. It's like this whole thing where, if you give these people the red meat they want, if you say the terrible things they want to hear, and in the back of your head you're thinking, I'm just doing this to make a buck, it's like, well, you're still doing it. You're still putting that hatred out there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make it better that you're just doing it for a dollar. It's no, almost kind of worse. Because you don't even you're not even really it's not even in your heart, but you're just like, hey, peddling hate pays the bills, so gotta do it. And I just hey, think that's I'll a real pay the maximum amount in charitable donations to get the appropriate tax breaks every year. Trust you, I'll do exactly the bare minimum of charity. <laughs> when I sell out, I'll be like, give them the bare minimum, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'll plant trees. I always love that. It's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, some trees. 
Stacy like boom in Somalia or whatever. She's like, yeah, trees. My short answer is that America kind of racist, though. Yes. Uh, and finally, Eric the Deedsnape operative says, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Rob Reiner is doing a podcast about the JFK assassination. Uh, they parentheses kidding. Reiner has been a progressive darling on Twitter for several years now. Is this conspiracy stuff going to hurt that brand or our podcast so niche it won't matter? Nobody's listening. Uh, well, tell that fucking coward to debate Mike Reigns. That's what the that's people want to hear. I want that. Robbie Ryan. What, what are you? What are you afraid of? You fucking coward! I'm calling you oh. out, Rob Reiner. You fucking coward! I, I, I fully my, my grades. Talk uh, to him about it. You know. I'm here for all of that. Uh, I what I really think is what doesn't hurt him is that acceptance of JFK conspiracy theories is so omnipresent in America that it's 100%. just the norm. It, it, like if you actually like are in a room and somehow that comes up and you're like, no, nah, Oswald did it. You're the kook. You're the weirdo. You're the guy that ha- is the, you're the one that gets put on the back foot immediately, and you have to defend why you don't believe in all the conspiracy theories. And I, I will uh, say, like, so I watched a video of JFK assassination stuff like independently because we had been talking about it. it came up on my algorithm because all of our devices are listening to us. Uh, so I watched it, and like, I do not buy into the conspiracy theory, but from like a storytelling perspective, it is a really tightly packed one that makes it really easy to tell in a compelling way where you just sort of end like you present the facts and then at the end you're just sort of like seems kind of weird doesn't it and then you just sort of like leave it at that and let people just sort of like go bananas because mm-hmm. like i mean it, it it's like it even ends in a tight little like spooky bow where somebody's just like you killed my president. Bam. <laughs> like, okay, well now that guy can't say shit like shit else in his defense or whatever. And it's just like, well, isn't that convenient? Just saying, you know, anyway, that's the end of the video. Those are the facts. Like think about the facts, what you will. I'm just saying it's kind of fucking weird, you know? And I'm just like, damn, what a fun story. <laughs> what, a, what a fun, tight little story. <laughs> right. And uh, people always talk about, like, Russian propaganda and trying to manipulate us in the 2016 election and blah, 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 and Putin. And it's like, I'm not saying that the Russians were big on JFK conspiracy theories, but I really can't think of a better thing to drive a wedge into a country between its people and its government than having a ton of people actively promoting the idea that this very popular president they had was killed by elements of their own government and that their government's been hiding that truth from them for decades. I mean, it's just um, like Haley and I have, have have listened to Rob Reiner talk about this on his podcast where he's like, back when Kennedy got murdered, everyone trusted the government. Now nobody trusts government. And it's like, yeah. The, because of, because of this, this is one of the big ones that really got that ball rolling. Yeah, it's just guess, what, guess their sweet conspiracy totally worked. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> what what a, what a big W! What a what a huge dub for the government. You know, excellent. Oh, yeah, that, that's one, that's one of my favorite things of these things. Like the CIA worked so hard and blah blah blah. And it's like people think the CIA is dog shit nowadays. The reputation, like you would have like. Uh, like CIA agent is like right next to Catholic priest on like list of people you would spit on in public if you <laughs> saw them. I mean, it's just like, I mean, 
these are people that we we think of as absolute scum. Like, like the, so the damage has like, been so done that I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep 100 with you and our audience and my Christian God and everything. You know, <laughs> shout out to the J Man. <laughs> if it came out tomorrow, 100 percent smoking gun, irrefutable evidence, the CIA killed JFK. I'd be like, damn crazy. Yeah, would be that. I'd be like, right. The damage has been done. I do not give a fuck, dude. I already don't trust the government enough. The damage has been so done. Like, if you were just like, hey, it turns out those conspiracy theories, mad true. I'd be like, oh, word. I'd be like, right, crazy, right. Like, it would not knock your socks off. Like, aliens would be like, oh shit, my socks. I just went flying into the other room, but. But I mean, oh yeah, the, but I mean, even UFO like that shit just happened with UFOs to like to almost the entire like they're like you know the diehard alien com- like community people that were losing their shit over all the disclosures for the UAPs and all that. Then there were the people who never heard any of that shit. Just they that's not part of their sphere or whatever. And then there are millions of people like me who heard that and were just like, okay, oh word. Like, because that because it was just like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm sure that the Navy and the Air Force are picking up stuff in the sky all the fucking time that they don't understand. And like, when the reports are coming out, like, and you look at the pie chart of the stuff that they investigated, it's just like, yeah, dude, like forty percent of this is like foreign military drones spying on us, and like twelve percent of this is like weather instruments and shit. And then there's like twenty percent of this we just don't know. And it's just like, oh, cool. That's pretty much exactly how I would expect that graph to go. So sick. Come, come to me when you've got like a real thing to disclose. Right. It, that's what. That's it, what. I, that's, that's what I'm it, saying. Stuff. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. cool. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like literally a gray just like landing on Earth and being like, hey guys, I'm real. That that would be like a, a, a soccer mover for me. But like the current like, stuff. Not the, so much. One of the last ones, right? I mean, what else right. would get you like that? I think. Yes. I, I, th- I think for like the general population, a cryptid. If somebody showed yes. up, if somebody showed up and dropped Bigfoot's carcass off in like Dallas, Fort Worth, just like in the middle of the airport, boom! I caught this Bigfoot. Irrefutable evidence in front of thousands of people. It's Bigfoot. Like, take a look yeah. at him. He's dead. Like, yeah. I think people would just be like, "Holy shit, Bigfoot's real!" And then you'd have a bunch of good old boys shapes into the woods trying to shoot anything they saw for a while, which would be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or like Nessie, no. if it was just like, dude, it is a dinosaur. Look at this dinosaur. That that would be great. The call back to earlier in the show. Look at this fucking living dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's it. I mean, like basically, I just think that Soledad O'Brien and Rob Reiner going like on a jag, and um, episode six of Who Killed JFK is absolutely fucking nuts. Like Rob just lost his mind with this one. I, I mean, I thought they're I thought, I claiming thought that the brain, the the photos of JFK's head blown out, are not the real photos. We're at oh, that I level. I yeah, haven't gotten episode tr- six, but trust me, episode episode six is absolutely. This is where we're at. This is episode where we're six at. is pure fucking uh, brainworms. Absolute yes. pure brainworms. So episodes four and five boring as shit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> also, moon landing. Yes, you know. I mean. <laughs> That would be a little bit, I'd just be like, oh, really? I mean, all right. Because at this point, we have to give them credit. Like, they haven't faked it the whole time. They've definitely been up there now. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Make a podcast with Rob Reiner about it. Well, I'd oh, love to. Well, Rob Reiner, you yeah. coward. 
do a podcast with me about how we fake the moon landing. Uh, so that brings us to our final question, as always, is what are you guys looking forward to? Dude, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Look forward to lunch like a motherfucker. Also, I'm just, like, I've, the past few days have been sort of vexing, so uh, it'll be nice to just sit down and just eat a greasy pie, and that'll be for me. It'll be great. And that not that Greek shit, neither. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of good Greek pizza, too. But the people, if you know, you know. If you've ever experienced the bad, waxy crust Greek pizza, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it will offend you like garlic to a vampire. <laughs> what are you looking forward to, Haley? Um, uh, I, I guess, um, um, I think on Christmas I might be hanging out just kind of like virtually with someone and watching Christmas movies and listening to Christmas music, which I, you know, was raised Jehovah's Witness. So I don't have too much of a background on this except for like i've seen a christmas story i was literally looking at like a hundred christmas movies like top christmas movies Bro, what the fuck i just learned like 30 things about you okay i'll take all of my questions off mike <laughs> or, uh, or whatever but. but so i was like okay let's find some christmas movies let's see what there are i'm sure i've seen some and it's like Okay, technically Home Alone is a Christmas movie. I've definitely seen that just because I'm a child of the 90s. What are you off of, what are you off of your fucking meds? It's the it's one of the most Christmassy movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like but it's like I, I think I snuck with I got I think I got I got I got to see that as a kid sneakily because I don't think it was was it marketed as a Christmas movie? Because I'm a, I'm kinda yeah. surprised I got away with that one. I I mean that um, one seems that one seems like a weird outlier for a Jehovah's Witness household to let you get away with. Yeah, interesting. I wonder why they let that one slide. But I mean, um, as far as I remember from that era, the Zeitgeist was just like, "Yo, it is the holiday hit of the holiday season. Check out this holiday movie." My grandma was also very anti like witch and wizard though, but we she loved the Wizard of Oz. So like you know, riddle me that. <laughs> well, that's just that's just a woman with like fucking CTE or whatever. Like, that, that, that's a, that's a woman with severe brain swelling who should have been receiving like professional medical care, but couldn't. <laughs> it's like because she lived in rural areas. Magical, but that's yeah. fine. It's because she loved Judy Garland. It was her once. It was her that's once. Crazy. Nice. I get to. I'm going to interrogate you about holiday movie stuff uh, once we're done recording. Uh, I've seen The Grinch, the Jim Carrey one, and I've seen. Um, all the Simpsons Christmas specials, obviously, because I like the Simpsons. Uh, there was one other popular Christmas movie that I had definitely seen, but a lot of them I was like, I've heard of it, but honestly, never seen it. <laughs> you Can know? I tell you my fucking my Grinch oh, anecdote? Christmas story. I've seen a Christmas story a lot uh, because it's... they play it for 24 hours on TV. Um, uh, I, it's hard to imagine a more overrated movie. Uh, <laughs> That's the one I've seen. It's fine. It's certainly fine. Okay, what's but, a I mean, good one? Give me a good Christmas movie. We're a week away I from mean, Christmas. Do, do you want just like a straight like down the road Christmas? It, it sort of depends because they all sort of like fit into like give these me weird a Christmas movie that you think I would like. Do you like spooky stuff? No, the the per- not I that it's not that I don't. I know the person that I'm watching with will not watch spooky stuff. So give me. Oh, something. you're looking specifically for a record. I mean, have you seen Elf? Elf is like the modern Christmas classic. Uh, I definitely did see that once. Um, I uh, maybe I'll watch. Maybe that's one. Maybe that's a. That, maybe that's an option. Maybe that's one. Uh, Santa Claus the movie is an insane one that Sarge and I talked about on our podcast when we did it together. It's just like 
it's it's wild. It's it was one that like I didn't get introduced to until later in life, and when I saw it, I was just like, I can't believe this is a real movie because a bunch of insane stuff is happening in it. <laughs> but it's also like it's kind of just a down the road, like a like a straight down the middle of the pitch, like Christmas movie, where it's like there's like an evil businessman doing like evil businessman stuff, and then like Santa Claus has like a mischievous elf that escapes the North Pole and is doing a thing. Uh, but then also like a guy flies into space and like dies and like there's like somebody explodes and like Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus like both like tragically die <laughs> and then are resurrected and like there's like all sorts of crazy stuff in that movie. So I would recommend Santa Claus in the movie as like a like a pretty interesting one. Um, the problem is that a lot of this is kid shit. Like I'm not in the no offense like kid movies that are just kind of like goofy holiday romps because I just. So Santa Claus the movie is definitely not what I would consider a traditional kids movie. Okay. It, it opens with like the origin story of Santa Claus, okay. which is that he and Mrs. Claus get stranded in a snowstorm with their reindeer and freeze to death. <laughs> and then okay. the elves who live in a mystical land beyond the veil of the Aurora Borealis in the North Pole know he is a kind-hearted soul and they resurrect him to be this like spirit of the season and <laughs> to live eternally with this burden and then by the end of the movie it is heavily implied that santa claus and mrs claus have adopted slash abducted these two children to at some point inherit their burden of the santa like it sort of becomes like a santa claus curse like at the end of it it's really fucked up when is you it think funny? About it. Is it is there is it sad? It's not like elf funny, but it's meant to be like goofy and lighthearted. It's okay. only dark if you okay. think about it. It's but as an adult, like I watch it thinking about it the whole way through, and I'm just like, "What is going on? Like, what? Like, what is? Is this for kids? Like, they made this for children? Like, it's uh, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> so that's my long answer. Kind of, I have to plan because I'm, I'm still thinking. Listeners, if you hear this episode on time, give me suggestions. Uh, Mike, what are you listening? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm just looking forward to enjoying the rest of this day off. Uh, yesterday was uh, a wild one at Ye Old Casino, and also I get to uh, work on Christmas, which I haven't done in a dog's age. But uh, there's nothing more uplifting for the human spirit than being in a casino on Christmas Day. Yeah, the the people that are in there on that specific day have Yikes. to be uh, of a type, you know? Yes, yep, exactly. The, so, yeah, the intersection definitely... of alone on Christmas and willing to be seen in public at the casino being alone on Christmas. <laughs> yep. Well, I did I did it a few times when I lived out in Nevada. So that was yeah the the it, it the Vegas the Vegas Christmas Day was a spicy meatball. So yeah, I mean if you're in um, Vegas, I feel like it's certainly more appropriate. There's going to yeah, be a bunch like of people. Could be some party element to that, but anywhere else, yeah. it's kind of sad. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that so that's going to be that's going to be exciting. So I get to do that, and then looking for you're looking forward to human misery. Uh, I'm, I'm looking i'm looking forward to getting time and a half on a really slow day uh, at work basically is what it's coming down to <laughs> and uh just uh keeping up with uh swimming at ye old ymca just uh getting back into the groove of that i really hope that christmas vacation doesn't mean that the pool is just full of like people that are like like I try to get there during the day when everyone's when all you day shifters are working your nine to five so I can just get in, get my swim in and get out. 
So I'm just like horrified that this holiday season is going to result in just the pool being overcrowded. And then I have to like go use an exercise bike or something that my crippled mutilated body can't handle. Cause I find that like basically any form of exercise beyond swimming, some part of my body after five minutes is like, bro, you're not doing this. It's just, it's that not it's working. <laughs> that's, that's the burn they speak about, Mike. You're not supposed no, to fear but... that. You're supposed to embrace the burn. Oh yeah, they, they don't tell you this, but sometimes the burn comes from like your knee joints, but you're still supposed to ignore <laughs> it. That means it's working, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm really feeling the burn in my lower back, like like specifically my <laughs> spine and where it connects to my hips. Yep. Oh, the burn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, that, that yeah that that is my that is the, the holiday joy that I'm looking forward to. All right. Well, on that note, it's time for us to uh, do leg day and just uh, I guess do some like squat thrusts uh, out of Hell World for the week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you would like to support the show even more, but still for free, you can do so by giving us a five star review wherever you get your podcast from. If you've got money and you want to give it to us, Lord knows we want it. You can give it to us at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Anyone who donates $5 or more per month gets access to our slate of bonus content, wherein you can find what we do out of shadows. That's right, folks. The hot, recurring QAnon phenomenon, the out of shadows or whatever, is back. And our incredible, even better lampooning of it, what we do out of shadows is there for $5 a month. Uh, and also some other stuff if you're interested in that. I don't know. Out of Shadows is hot, baby. It's hot. Uh, so if you want to get access to that, you can visit us again. Patreon.com slash PokerPolitics. Thank you to all the beautiful babies in the crib. If you've got money and you want to do some good with it, you can do so by visiting Love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. We hate that shit. Give them some money to fight it. Thanks as always for the use of our newly remixed intro for by DJ Minimal Effort. Uh, remixed by our very own Mike Rains, what a talented individual who totally did it on purpose. Uh, thanks as always to Frosty uh, for all of our uh, bumps and voiceover work, and uh, etc. Who can be found, I believe, still on Twitter at FrostyBO. You can find the show on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. You can find myself on Blue Sky at Mysterious L. You can find Haley on various social platforms at Arizona Right Watch and Mike Rains on various social platforms, of course, at Poker and Politics. Ah, so for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always by Haley, aka Arizona Right War Watch, and our expert, all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Baines. Good speed, Patriots!